Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, Appendix B, continued. Fourth day of a retreat from 1959 under Father Picacci, under the patronage of St. Ignatius. Aim of the fourth day, to acquire an intense desire and a firm determination to follow Christ my King wherever he may lead me. Master, I shall follow thee wheresoever thou goest. St. Matthew chapter 8, verse 19. Examination. First, how do I perform my daily exercises of piety? Mother Teresa writes, very badly. Do I keep to the prescribed time? Mother says, yes. Do I have internal and external observance? Do I keep to the prescribed time? Mother says, yes. Do I have internal and external reverence? Mother says, yes. Second, do I really consider Holy Mass to be the greatest action of my day? Mother writes, I want, but it is not like that. Do I receive Holy Communion with faith and love? Mother writes, no. Three, when visiting the Blessed Sacrament, do I really visit Jesus as my friend, telling him everything? Mother notes, he has always been the one to share, know everything in details, but now it is not like that. Fourth, do I say my rosary with fervor? Mother writes, I want to love Our Lady, but no love enters my heart. Readings, St. Luke's Gospel, chapters 1 and 2, Imitation of Christ, book 2, chapters 7 and 8, book 3, chapter 13. Reflection for the day, Jesus says to me, I am the way, the truth, and the life. But the city of God enriched with flowing waters, is the chosen sanctuary of the Most High. God dwells within her, and she stands unmoved. With break of dawn, he will grant her deliverance. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. How are we to understand Mother Teresa's answer? She's asked, 
if she receives Holy Communion with faith and love? And she says flatly, no. Well, the first way that we might answer this apparent difficulty, the difficulty is Mother Teresa, the great saint, saying she doesn't receive him with faith and love. But how can you be a saint if you don't have believe in Jesus and love Jesus? How can you even be saved if you don't believe in him and love him? Well, the first way to answer it is to say with St. Therese, Mother Teresa's great model and great inspiration, that we're bad judges in our own case. So we just have to say to Mother, well, you're a bad judge in your own case. You do receive him with love and faith, and your sense of whether you believe and love him is not very accurate. Okay, that's fine. We can say that. But that isn't really being totally honest in dealing with the difficulty, nor is it being very honest with Mother Teresa's own feelings. Because Mother Teresa felt like she didn't love and believe in Jesus. Again, her experience of going to communion, her experience of receiving our Lord, was not the experience of one with fervent faith and love. Her experience in prayer was of one who prays very badly. That's what she says. She does her normal prayers very badly. And what's her experience of praying the rosary? Wanting to love, but feeling like no love is in her heart. Now, it just will not be that helpful to simply say, well, mother, you're a bad judge in your own case. Because she really doesn't feel, experience herself as believing. She's not a bad judge. She's actually a good judge. And in telling us these intimate details, she's being very vulnerable, and she's really sharing how she experiences these events. And in reading them, we should realize a couple things. First of all, that our Lord is very pleased with Mother Teresa. Because even though she doesn't feel any love and faith, even though she thinks she does her exercises very badly, she keeps to the prescribed time. She has internal and external reverence. In other words, she does not let her dryness, she doesn't let her darkness, she doesn't let the obscurity of her life be an excuse for not doing what she knows she's supposed to do. Secondly, Mother says, I want the Mass to be the greatest action of my day. She says she wants to love Our Lady. 
In other words, if she wants it, where else is that wanting coming from but from God? And if he had asked her, do you have hope in the Blessed Sacrament? Do you receive the Blessed Sacrament with hope? She might have been able to say, very truthfully, yes. Because wanting God, wanting his help, wanting to make the Mass the most important action of the day, that holy wanting, that holy desiring, is the act of the virtue of faith. The virtue of faith, sorry, the virtue of hope. It's the act of the virtue of hope. The virtue of hope gives us the desire for God and the things of God, and it gives us a desire for the means of achieving union with God. We are saved by hope, St. Paul says. And no matter where we are, no matter how dark we feel, no matter how much it seems to us that we don't have strong faith, we don't have strong love, let us take great comfort because if there is a wanting in us and if we experience ourselves as wanting, as desiring, as longing, we are able to even there see the fruits of the virtue of hope. By faith we know Jesus. By love we want his will to be done. By love we have friendship with him. By love we have one will with him. But by hope we want him for ourselves. By hope we want happiness. By hope, we want love. By hope, we want all the things we need in order to do his will. We need to open our minds more and more to the importance of the virtue of hope. And we need to understand Mother Teresa's life as particularly pointing us to the role of the virtue of hope in our hearts. St. Paul says, faith, hope, and love remain. But the greatest of these is love. And that's true. But we cannot love what we do not know by faith. And we cannot love what we do not hope for. We cannot love Jesus as our ultimate good if we don't have trust and hope that he is for us. That he is really good. That he is all-powerful. Because the love that we need to have for him is a gift. And in order to get that gift, he has to give it to us. And we only think he can give it to us if we hope in him. Lord, increase our hope. Fill us with hope. Make us want hope. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.